We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 59 of Married Millennials. We're getting up there. We are. I can't believe it's already been 59 episodes, already a year plus. Yeah. Recording, which is exciting. Feels pretty good. We got some interviews coming. We're actually going to release our first interview next, next week. week. You so you guys are like, what? We don't yeah. have to hear Justin and Joy talk for a half hour, 45 minutes. I mean, you still do. <laughs> yeah, you do have to listen yeah. to us. But we will have our first We have guest. another perspective. Yeah. We'll give you a little preview later this week on social media leading up to the release. But just know that we will have our first guest. Yeah, very exciting. And this weekend, we spent the whole weekend together. First time in a good almost three months. Yeah. Since we had a full Saturday and full Sunday together to just hang out and enjoy each other's company. And usually I'm not the one that gets all touchy-filly and hang out. But I was really like, hey, babe, let's hang out. Let's hang out. <laughs> you were so geek to hang out. This is <laughs> So we hung out Friday night. Then it, we went on a long walk. We, I mean, I think we walked about five miles. Yes, and my calf is still sore from that yeah. walk. Well, and we're in, we're in decent shape, so it's weird that that hurt both of our bodies. No, the it, way it, it, it just was a walk. So the reason how it came is it was Friday night. It was a nice day, and I looked at my – I got an Apple Watch, and I was looking at my rings. At the rings. And yeah. my rings were embarrassing. And I was like, I can't just let my Friday end here. So I told Joy, I was like, hey, let's go for a walk. And she said, okay, you're in charge. So I was like, okay, well, let's just walk a route that we never walk, and we ended up Which, walking. the significance of that is that Justin likes to walk the same way. Even with our dogs, he'll walk the same exact route every, every time. Yes, I do. I can't do that. It I just need, works. I need variation I'm in a my creep, life. Just uh, the simple fact that we are sitting in the same <laughs> sides on the sofa, right? and I have, n- have never thought to even change because like, this is where I sit. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of like the bed, too, though. We've talked you about it. Yeah, yeah, you pick like your side. You get, you stay on a p- specific side. So something like this isn't the same as... Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I, I am a, a big creature of habit, right. but I didn't have the dogs this time, and I was looking to explore because I needed to get my steps up and, and make my rings complete. Yeah. So we ended up going on a what probably was, what, a five-mile yeah. walk around yeah. our neighborhood, which was enjoyable. Yeah. We got a nice some nice little ice cream. To treat ourselves vegan right. ice cream. Yeah. And it, w- it was good. But I came back and my calf was real sore because I wanted to go to Runyon on Saturday. Yeah. And I woke up and I was like, yeah, no, that's not good. I to woke happen. up, my whole body was hurting. And I said, I don't think I'm going to go on a hike. And he said, yeah, I can't go either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but I made it to the gym this morning and I was good, but I still have some tightness in my calf from. From the from, walk on from Friday. From the walk on Friday. But that's pretty it's embarrassing. Good. Maybe it's the shoes I was wearing. I don't know. But we walked around all day f- Saturday, too. I mean, we were just running errands. I mean, we were shopping and not even really buying much of anything from 11 p.m. 11 a.m. Oh, sorry, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Just doing too much. Why? What were we doing? Because we, Joy and I are both have reached the point where our wardrobe is becoming laughable. Yeah. It's like, it's like such a struggle. It's such a struggle. Usually, as a people, you, you hear about fashion, fashion, and trying to keep up with the trends, and Joy and I have really never been those people. It's like, okay, well, this is what we wear. We like what we like. But see, that's the thing is I don't want to be trendy. No, I don't want to But be, I do want to be stylish. Yes. I don't yeah. need to be trendy, but I, yeah. I, I kind of need to be in the know of what's kind of popular and happening. Right. 
And I'm looking through my wardrobe this weekend, and I was like, babe, what is in my closet? Got nada. What is in my drawer? If you ever see me, most of the time I'm going to be in a T-shirt and basketball shorts. And that is my go-to outfit. And if it's not basketball shorts, then it's some jogger shorts or joggers. I'm, I'm just – I'm constantly casual and comfortable. That is my default wardrobe. Yeah, so I. But it doesn't like work for everything. Exactly, because that side of your wardrobe isn't struggling. All sides of my wardrobe are a struggle right now. Like my casual, my well, my dress up isn't bad. You don't I, ever I, dress up. I, that's the thing is like I have all these things to look really nice in, but I don't have anywhere to go right now where I need to look super nice. So. Yeah, I'm 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 ready to to get it together. We got a couple things. We did we did get a few things, but where my biggest struggle is is I don't know where to shop. I'm a I'm a six four, tall, athletic frame. I have extremely long legs and a tiny, tiny torso. Yeah. And so I just don't know. Clothes don't fit me. I can't just go to the store and be like, okay, I'm going to buy an XL because it's boxy. It doesn't fit right. But then if I go to a large, it's too tight on the armpit, so that doesn't work. So I just don't know what type of brands to buy or even where to, what stores to go to. So all of my super fashion people out there, they're like, hey, have you tried this brand? Have you tried this brand? And I'm very resistant to online shopping because I need to try things on. And I know they say, it's like, well, you can buy it online and then try it when you get home. And then if it doesn't fit, you can ship it back. But to me, that just seems like way too much work right. for a shirt or some pants. Yeah. I, you know, up top, I'm pretty petite. I'm a small person, waist up. And I'm still small, you know, from the waist down. But the problem is, I think my actual waist is like a four. But maybe my thighs are, my thighs aren't even a six. They're probably like if a five existed within the four to six realm. You can't get a size five when it's size three, five, seven. And then sometimes it's two, four, six. That's too complicated. But well, right. But this just like my thighs don't seem to have an actual size, <laughs> so it's like very irritating because I can't find pants. I can wear stretchy pants, which I think a lot of people are in that c- category. So all my jeans are kind of they're the stretchy jeans because I can't. But I, they look like jeans. Yeah, but I just I can't fit in stuff, and it's irritating. So it's you know the same thing that your experience, I experienced that too. And I think that it discourages me from shopping because I don't feel like not being able to get in pants. I like, feel you. Like it just, it wears on you. You're just like, well, I can not wear anything here. Like Urban Outfitters is a joke. I can't, <laughs> I can't get anything on there. Wait, I'm like probably a size 10 at Urban Outfitters. I doubt that they make clothes with your body frame in, in mind. mind. Right. <laughs> exactly. The nicest way to say it. Yeah. Like, and you know what I'm really saying. Me. Yeah. So, where, where are the apple bottom jeans at? We need those back. <laughs> Darion jeans? Yeah, those too. Shoot. I need somebody. Because, yeah. I mean, my frame's not getting any smaller. Like, I, you know, just, I've got a woman's body now. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so, essentially, this is our cry for help. Saying yeah. We don't know a damn thing about fashion. And then, I, you know, I follow certain accounts on Instagram. And I'm like, yo, I wish I could pull that off. I want to pull that off. I want to pull that off. And then I try, I'm like, where do they buy these? I, I don't know where to buy things. But then I also struggle if you're like, hey, try this store. And the average cost of each article of clothing is $100. Don't even recommend it to me because I'm no. not going to spend $100 on an article no. of clothing. I'm willing to do like 50 maybe 60 like $100 for well, a shirt. And I think that's the struggle, that's right? A lot. Because I think people with like really nice wardrobes have very few pieces. Um, that's, yeah, like you just you recycle a lot. 
And I, that's not my personality. But you can't either. do that in the world of Instagram now. Because you out here taking pictures, and it's like, oh, damn. Like, and ooh, I, I wore this shirt. Oh, I posted this six pictures six, ago. Yeah. Oh, I posted this three pictures ago. And that's so vain and, and bad say, to say. That doesn't super bother me. It oh, used it bothers to. me. It, but you don't post anything on Instagram like that anyway. Yeah, I'm But even to get when we record the show, you're like, have I worn this shirt? Yeah, I just I just feel like, <laughs> like in a digital nobody. world, people are looking at you. You see, like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, they've seen it. You've rocked this, you've rocked that. So I try to I try to space it but out. But this is real life. Like people don't have extensive wardrobes. And this is we've talked we've talked about how social media is just ruining lives. And <laughs> I think that that's another way in which it's it's messing stuff up. Why do you feel like you gotta have twenty shirts? When you know eight will suffice, so that's that's very true. I did buy two more shirts this weekend, yeah, and those will be in rotation at some point on the show, right? But I, you're right. I, I guess I'm I'm victim of. Oh yeah. Well. well, also that's the thing is I know unless it it stands out a lot, no one really cares. No one's looking. But if I have like a shirt that's ripped here and a shoulder here and like ruffles here, then and it's. You know, it's loud. It's memorable. If it's a memorable piece, they'll recognize right. it. But if I just have a green shirt that I wear every six weeks, nobody's going to be like, even it, though I did get called <laughs> out, I got called out at work. <laughs> so there's this T-shirt, and it's really comfortable. And again, I'm out of clothes. And I, I wore, apparently, I didn't even know, I wore the same shirt a week. At, uh, you know, I wore it one week and then wore it the very next week, too. And I didn't even know. And my coworker was like, oh, rocking the same shirt in two weeks. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Didn't Th- know. That's dismal. I was like, how does somebody ha- else know exactly. what I wore more than I? But that's the thing is, like, I, I care to some extent. But I think my brain is always, like, I'm trying to get stuff done. And that doesn't mean that you can't care about your wardrobe at the same time. But I need to be my – I need my wardrobe to be something that I don't need to think about. Like, a put-together look that's easy. Because I don't have – time to be thinking about it. It's just like my nails. I got clown. My friend clowned me for my nails and she listens to this show, but I've been having to look at my toenails and be like, I love you toes. <laughs> like, like give myself self affirmation on my toes because she was like, joy, your feet kill me. You don't polish your toes. And it's not that I don't ever polish them, but it costs a lot of money to get a manicure and pedicure. And like I said, I'm trying to stack these coins. So it's <laughs> like, I, you know, you got to sacrifice something. So I've been looking at my toes like, I love you toes. You're fine. And they're not. I mean, I guess they're not super cute when they're not painted. <laughs> but also, I grew up dancing. And we didn't we didn't paint our toes. You weren't allowed. Obviously. Yeah. You're on your feet all day. Waste and, of money. And this is and why time. I was mad. Because Justin didn't defend me. That's what really messed me up. It wasn't even that my friend said anything. Because I was like, oh, I don't, like, I don't care. And Justin was supposed to be, at that point, he was supposed to say, like, oh, yeah, it's my baby's feet. I love them no matter what. He was like, I don't even look anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just some disgusting troll who he tolerated and didn't look at my feet. It was that, so rude. That's not how. I meant it. I have just again stopped looking at your feet because they're Justin, never done. That is not helpful. No, it's but I didn't love mean, my toes. Look at my toes. I, I love right your now. toes, dear Joy's toes. I love you. I don't have an issue with your feet, but if they're never done, I'm just not. Li- I don't notice them. I'm just, just not if, looking at them. But your toes are on the shrug too, like daily. Yes, I look my at toes your little alien feet all the time, and I think like I love his little feet. But this is the double standard in life. There's no expectations for my feet to look nice. I'm not saying that there's an expectation for all women's feet to look nice, but men aren't like, oh, I got to go to the, the salon every what two weeks. What if I would like for your toes to look nice? If I were you, getting pedicures, I would You've never I made mention of that. No, no, but no, because I love your feet. 
I never said I didn't love your feet. I just said it right now on a public platform that I love your toes. Because you were forced. I was not forced. <laughs> Again, just because you don't notice something doesn't mean you don't like them. They're just, oh, there they are. They're just there. If there was some color on it. It feels like you tolerate them. No. Like, that's, what I, that's what I feel like. I was in my feelings about it for like two weeks. I'm not going to lie. And like I said, it wasn't what my friend said. That didn't bother me. It was just Justin. Because you're really good normally about being I can't like, win. I love you no matter what. You're like amazing to me. You're good at that. <laughs> so like in that moment, I was looking to you like, well, Justin's going to be like, well, I love her no matter what. And he was just like. <sighs> shrug. Get your like, feet taken care of. <laughs> right. And so I was like, well, I'm about to spend our money on my toes. It, it's just. Every two weeks. Like, no, that's just ridiculous. Or maybe even, it, it could be monthly maybe because toes last for a while. Yeah. I'm, I'm Again, it's not a, it's not something that I went, oh my gosh, you have to have your feet done. I know there are some men out there who expect their women to have their hands done, yeah. their feet done all the time. Oh. That's not a big deal for me. And I wanted to say, because I was also asked, why don't I just paint on myself? I'm not good at painting them myself, nor do I want to take the time. I'd rather be reading or writing <laughs> or like I said, trying to make this money. So <laughs> I got, I got too many other things. To Sac- it, sacrifices. Just, There's a give and it's take. It's just not where my value lies. But eventually I, you'll get there. Yeah. But you do like when your feet are done. I love when my feet are done. And my nails. I love having my nails done. It makes me feel good. I know they look nice. You know, I definitely like it. But I also know that it's not. It's It has to be sacrificed for right now. Fair enough. We want to send a special congratulations to all of the college graduates who are commencing at this time. I can't believe it's already been six years since we've completed college. Yeah. That time went by really, really Yesterday fast. was six years to the day. I really? mean, I just, yeah. Of our actual, because we graduated on the same day. Yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> I, but <laughs> colleges have graduation I, ceremonies on various different days. So I don't know. don't look at me like I said something stupid. I know. Well, look, I'm just not supporting you like you did support my toes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not that serious. It is. Great. I have a, a funny thing about graduation. I, graduations to me are the most pointless things. That's the thing. No one wants to be there, but you have to go. But you have to. Do, it's for your parents, though. Yeah. And that's why you can't say it's pointless because it's for the people who who supported you, who helped you get right. there. And you're saying, look, I I did all this with your help. Right. And you need to allow those who love you to celebrate your accomplishments. Exactly. Your accomplishments. Right. But it's it's just like why, and especially when it is hot as hell. I and you're say, on an open field. Most graduates are irritated. They're yeah, like, okay, because can we sun, be done? When has there ever been a graduate? I feel like the, the Lord just knows, oh, you know what? It's graduation week everywhere in the country. So I'm going to make this the hottest day, week yeah. that it's been ever. Yeah. I have not, I've yet to attend a graduation when it's like, okay, you know what? It's 68 degrees. There's some cloud cover. Right. It's a little mist. But they in the have air. places it's that fun. have outdoor or indoor graduations. The problem is we live in California, so yeah. it's like every graduation's outdoors. Every There's single one. Never any coverage, so you got to bring a nice hat or an umbrella or you know. And something. you're always expected to look nice at graduation. And yeah. It's like no, I can't wear long sleeves and pants. This is yeah. not going to work. You're just sitting in the sun. Yeah. Listening to commencement speeches that nobody remembers. Right. It's it's just a struggle. Well, you know, I had a good I had a good uh, commencement speaker or key, keynote speaker. I, I don't rem- remember. I don't. I think I remember yours kind of. He I had, remember at the did, time was he, he a brunette. He, I do remember. Yes, that. he was. He, yeah. he was a brunette, but I don't really remember what he said. But I know that people said he was good. Yeah. So we. I had Jerry Lewis for mine. He was funny. Oh, he was funny. Yeah, he was very funny. We had an executive at Sony, I believe, 
who came and spoke. And, and he was he, it wasn't a traditional commencement speech. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention and was ready to be done, so I can't give him full credit. Right. Uh, what I remember Jerry Lewis saying to us, he said, remember this. Always remember this. A friend in need is a pest. <laughs> <laughs> and the older you get, the more you're like, ah. Yeah, like, I, 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 I know that. what you're saying. You're not A friend in need is a pest. And that's how we ended it. <laughs> Like he didn't say, and that was it. drops the mic. Yeah, he was great, up. but I I still remember that. So how many people remember? That's yeah, something that was said six years ago. Yeah. That's what it's about. You got to be able to deliver those nuggets in the in the commencement speech. And it's funny because the students at Notre Dame, a handful of them, actually it was more than a handful, probably a few dozen. Mike Pence was the commencement speaker at one of Notre Dame's ceremony, and a few, like I said, a few of these students had had walked out and a part of me inside was like, you know what? I would have loved to have been one of those students. Like, yeah, we're going to boycott pants. But then I just had a flash in my mind saying, had me, let me get up and walk out of my graduation with my mom, my dad, my brother, my aunt, my grandparents there in celebration. I'm sure I would have got my ass snatched right as I walked out of it. You know, you're going to turn you your black turn ass around. And you're going to go sit in that chair and you're going to go across that stage. Because I wonder if – I didn't, I didn't follow up. I just saw the, the video online. If once they left, were they allowed to come back in? So that's what I want to say because I, I would definitely leave if I could come back. If I if I could come back, but then it's like, how much are you really but protesting yeah, yeah, anyway? You're What's not. What's the point of that? Yeah, so it's like really you might not. as well just sit, sit down. I was like, I respected sit it, down. but I, was, I just felt like I couldn't have I couldn't have got away. With yeah, that. Like, we did, my mom. Like, we didn't pay all this damn money for you to go to school. Yeah, you're your right, mom you're does right, not right. sound like that. I'm, I'm in that moment. That's oh, how she would sound. It definitely like, yeah. would have came off like that. No, you better sit Do your you black ass down. Do you remember that time we did say goodbye to her? <laughs> Justin and I, we went to go pick up something from his parents' house. We thought she was asleep. My father said she was she, asleep. Yes. We were we were misinformed. And all of a sudden, we hear somebody yelling from the porch, like, you're not going to say bye. Like, she, and she was genuinely mad. Yeah, she was real upset. I was like, my dad said that you were asleep. Don't you ever come in my house and not look. Dad said you were asleep. I think that's the one time I saw your mom seriously hot. Like, she was not having she it. She was not playing so with us So based off of that, yes. She that's would, what, that's she what I'm saying. Like the whole life would have been snatched. Just like that, that sea lion so snatched funny. that girl in the water. Did you see that video? Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, no. <laughs> a sea lion? A sea lion. I don't, it was, it's a viral video. Just Google sea, just Google sea <laughs> that's lion. That's not funny. The girl's okay. I yes, assume. the girl is fine. They don't eat humans. Just Google sea lion girl and you will see it. This... <laughs> There was one person was like talking to the sea lion, like trying to get you know, trying to get the sea lion's attention, and then this young gal sat on the edge of mm-hmm. the dock or what have you, and the sea lion just pulled out of the water, grabbed her by her back, and just snatched her in the water. I mean, Cole snatched her whole life, and then fortunately there was a gentleman that was right next to it, jumped in the water, it grabbed her out, and, and they were both able to get out of the water. No one was injured. So everybody is safe. Yeah. But I was so like, we get to laugh about it now. I was like, damn. <laughs> like, when you see them, it was so violent. That's a great story, not, though. Like, so I got snatched up by a sea yeah, lion. Yeah, how was your weekend? You know, I went to, I went to the docks, got snatched in the water by a sea lion. Uh, They're the, big, too. You have to see, but you, when you see the force of how this, this <laughs> and it was a young girl, it's horrible to even laugh oh, so at. she's like a kid. Yes. Yeah, uh, couldn't be no older than eight years old. Uh, <laughs> 
life snatched. He's traumatized. <laughs> life snatched Aww, that's by like a sea lion. I say, but you can laugh now because everyone's everyone's fine. okay. Yeah. But when you see the video, I I was I just started cracking up immediately. I was like, well, but you just don't see that's that. That's not a normal thing that happens, yeah. That's a good story to tell. Yeah, when I was She's younger, never going to be okay. She's yeah. not the exact wrong age for that to have yeah, happened. Yeah, 100%. And I don't want to go to any type of ocean. No, she's, she's done. 100%. Done. Graduation season for college students means that it is prom season for high school students. And these promposals, I love them. It's not – it's too much. There's not even love. The, sh- the shade room has been spotlighting these different prom attires and setups and celebrations for about the last few weeks. And I'm just looking at these, and I'm like, yo, people are treating prom like it is the Oscars. Yeah. Well, and actually, why? I went to go see. Please help me understand. I why? went to see my uh, god sister off last week for her prom, and these kids did look a lot more grown than I remember us looking. I'm like, oh, you guys are okay. You wanted to be fly. I remember my proms. Okay, I'm going to be the best dressed. Yeah, but I'm gonna you be still fu- look like a teenager. But you were a kid. Like, yeah. People are out here suited and booted, red carpet, champagne. Yeah. Well, they always said that. Champagne I, parties? But this is, I, what is the deal? I, I have no idea. But the prom proposals specifically, I like those. I had a conversation with a friend. She would say, it's too much. Like, what do you have to look forward to? And I do get that because you're not you're not actually proposing the person you're not going to spend forever with them but I do think it's like some cool gesture that you can look back on and say like oh there was a grand gesture done for me but then does it ruin you for later yeah i mean you out here have this elaborate ask like will you go to the prom like you would have just thought that hell right i'm out here will you spend the rest of my life and then we out here <laughs> and then we go get an outfit and have a celebration. Like, yo, y'all are spending thousands of dollars on the prom. Well, I don't think you should The prom spend... cannot be the highlight of my life. a promposal can be creative. I, it doesn't need to be. But I'm not creative. not just the promposal. I'm also talking about the prom outfits, the prom celebrations. Like, oh, it's too, yeah. It's, it's a, too it's, much. It's a mini industry now. Definitely. It's too much. Yeah. But uh, prom was expensive for me and for you. Prom, prom well, yes. Prom, you had a tux, right? I rented the tux. Oh. I didn't go buy one. Yeah, I rented the tux. I rented no. I think I had to buy the shoes because they didn't have my size. The, the only thing place. I remember buying was the my dress. Well, dress shoes. I wore gloves. Oh gosh. <laughs> and uh, you know, clutch earrings. I well, yeah. I purchased a bunch of stuff, and then the prom ticket, which I think my well. Hell, I don't my, remember how our prom my location was so whack. Maybe I'm just bitter about my prom. My senior prom. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. It was a whack location. But I don't know. I just, I'm I'm sitting out here looking on Instagram. Like, you would genuinely think that you are at a wedding reception for some of these proms. But I think that's the other thing is that we, so back to social media, we're living in Instagram culture. So you do do a lot of things for for the the gram. gram. That is very true. So it's like, you know, I don't think prom polls existed because we didn't have any way to brag about them. Now people do. It's like, oh, I'm going to put this on YouTube or I'm going to put this on Instagram. And, you know, that's it's just another thing that people are doing to show off. Yeah, I just. But, you know, in the meantime, it's a grand gesture and it's fun. My friend was saying, I wouldn't want my son to feel like he had to do a promposal or like she was saying, I can't imagine some girl being like, you need to do a promposal for me. Or on the other end, if you had a girl and no one did a promposal for her. And I said, you would just have to teach your kids that it is an optional thing. It's not anything where it's expected you have to do it. It's nice if it happens. It's okay if it doesn't. 
Yeah, it's it's just too much. I mean, we got yeah. custom Snapchat filters yeah. now celebrating the prom. I, I don't know. I enjoyed prom. But it was again, cool. that's part of the social media experience. Prom, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, but prom was not – like, when I talk about prom, I was like, oh, yeah, you went to prom. It was cool. That's what you did when you were Yeah, it's not like, oh, it was the best night of my life. Like, I definitely – I had higher expectations for what prom was going to be than what it was. Cause Same you think, here. you think it's going to be like the movies, right? You get there, and it's the perfect dance, and so much is happening. But really, you're just – you're in this place with your cat classmates. With all the chaperones. Right. And it's – Ruining <laughs> the fun. I was like, the chaperones weren't bothering me. Uh, that's actually where I learned to pop lock and drop it. Really? From, but yeah. you went to a public school. So maybe, I, maybe. Went, excuse you. What does that mean? I'm saying you went to a public school, so they're probably more loose and let you guys live. I was at no, a private school. No, I used school. to get in trouble. <laughs> I'll never forget. Baby got back, came on. <laughs> and I was getting it on the dance floor. I think this was my my sophomore year. My parents don't even know this story. So I was, <laughs> they'll, they'll know it now. So I was dancing with one of my my classmates it was getting i was baby got back and right i was booty bumping i guess people call it twer- it is twerking but it's just weird to be like i was twerking because it sounds like i don't know cliche now so whatever i was twerking on the dance floor with one of my guy friends and the vice principal came or no sorry some a chaperone caught me brought me over to the vice principal and she went joy I'm so disappointed. Like, I mean, I was just like, she was disappointed in me. I was caught free dancing. I was then monitored for the rest of the dance. And I had to stay a certain amount of, (laughs) like, a little bit of distance. Like, you know, it was like, do the face-to-face dancing. Or if you are going to be your back, like, don't touch. It was awful. So, and that was public school. So, boop to you. So, you were, see, it was called freak dancing. That's what you were doing. It was freak freak dancing. dancing. Yeah, but then that sounds weird, too. But it is twerking twerking and freak dancing are the same exact thing that's true but we were freaking we yeah. didn't know what it was it was twerking that's yeah that's new age lingo no it's not it's freak dancing no. so, remember twerking twerk was that was college though wasn't that it was i mean it was 07 yeah so that's high school yeah but i feel like i didn't really know about it, it didn't Toot become commercialized thing. until i feel like probably 2010 when Miley Cyrus well, was, you were was trying school. to was trying to no, twerk her that's way. when you found out about twerking with all the white people. <laughs> no, <laughs> I remember the two black sisters on YouTube. Yeah. Trust me, oh, I there know. was three. It was Prime it three of them. Team, yeah, yeah. So I was like, no, don't get it twisted. I'm saying when it came commercialized, when she out here, you know, of course, white folks right, still right, everything right, black folks right, do, but right. that's another story. <laughs> and no, now everyone's <laughs> talking about it. And now she over here saying she doesn't do hip hop. Get off, get off the stage. Bye, Miley. My, that was kind of rude of Miley get to off be the like, stage. you know, because I supported her when she was like, you know, embracing black culture. Because I thought she and she used what, it to become relevant. What, so Again. it really was just straight up cultural appropriation, which is just to the max. It's rude. Like, don't be like, I'm gonna be out there and attempt to twerk and, and embrace you know, hip hop culture have yeah. a song with Juicy J yeah and, and then apparently you know she was smoking a lot of weed whatever which I don't feel like that's part of black culture I know lots of white people yeah, who there's smoke more white weed, folks that smoke yeah. weed than black. I was like Facts. okay fine but then you know she has this interview and she's like her new song Malibu comes out which I love Malibu first of all Malibu's great but it is it's, it's predominantly you're talking white. about the city Yes. You're talking about the city. Yeah. Yes. Like, let's so, but she that. came up with a song called Malibu. And, you know, she's back with her, her fiance now. And I'm happy for her. I think that that's great. But now she's like, oh, I don't really listen to that stuff anymore. Yeah, I don't really do bye. that anymore. Like, and she's trying to repair her image. And then she was bye. like, in the same interview, she was like, I haven't had weed in three weeks. I'm like, that's not a long time. Like, bye. you're not a reformed person. 
Three weeks. Yeah, I'm, d- I'm done. So with you're it. done with hip hop and like black people, basically. So basically, that's what it sounds like. So I'm like. going to appropriate I'm your culture to become relevant, but now that I'm trying to be different, I'm going to. I'm just going to cater it. to who I am. Get the fuck right. out of here. Well, Bye. And it's like, you know, you dismiss it as something bad that turned you out and made you, you know, rebellious, but now you're back to being, you know, a good white person. Like, that's not right. That's just not right. Yeah, bye, my. I have no problem with people who want to embrace black culture because I, I think it's wonderful to share your culture with others. But cultural appropriation is an issue, and it's rude, and in the end, it hurts all of us. So, you know what? Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Miley Cyrus, that was not cool of you. Yeah, there's. I don't think she's a bad person. I still think she's really young, but again, cultural appropriation does not get to be excused. Just any hit her anytime ever. Just hit her with the buy button again. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Miley. Our sixth episode with Blavity dropped this past Friday. If you guys haven't checked it out, make sure you head over to our Facebook page, our Instagram, and check it out. We talked about what would happen if your best friend doesn't get along with your significant other. And I was quite passionate during the, the three-minute so video. passionate. Because, A, my ace is my ace. So there's much love there. But it's also, it's just the reality that you can't exist in a happy relationship if your best friend is not getting along with your significant other. It just, it's not going to work. Because at some point, you're going to have to pick and decide, all right, yeah. do, I, do I trust my best friend or do I trust my significant other? And most of the time, your best friend has been around way longer. So yeah. if there are some reservations that your best friend has about your significant other and you ignore those. Right. right. And then if your significant other is like, well, you need to dump your best friend, then I'm looking back at your significant other again and be like, um, you're whack. Yeah, I think the best friend is important because you have to – if your best friend does not like your significant other, there's typically a really good reason for it. Like, it, it maybe it, it could be they're being protective over you, or they see some things maybe you're not seeing. It's never just like, and because even if they didn't really get along with them and they were good for you, mm-hmm. I think your best friend would swallow it. Yeah, well, I think for your best friend to actually voice that they did not like someone would be. But now I do think that if you're in a relationship, it is none of your business off bat to be like i don't like your best friend like you need to keep your mouth shut <laughs> i i just i feel that way i you know i i am you all can't about say honesty. that all yeah you need to keep your mouth shut about immediate family members best friends like would you be dating somebody you, you and need then to keep your mouth shut or is there a time in which you don't voice your opinion yet no because i'm not keeping my mouth shut if you just don't like like if you didn't like my parents you would just be like I don't like your parents off top. You're not going to just come out and say, that's what I'm saying. Where, where is, what's the line? You can't just say that you well, can't give I an think opinion admit, on Well, I think if something happens, fine. That makes sense. But if nothing has happened and, like, you just don't get along with somebody or not even not get along with, like, maybe you're just not vibing, that's not something that you need to voice. Or if, like, I disagree. You don't think so? I completely disagree because if we're sitting here dating, and there's tension between right. me and your best friend. I'm not going to just sit here and act like everything's normal because, oh, I'm not supposed to say anything. That's a bunch of shit. But who do you say something to? Do you say I, something to your significant other? Or do you go to the best friend and be like, hey. You know, I go to the significant other and I'm sitting here I'm like, hey, what's the deal with so-and-so? Like, we've been dating for the last year. and Well, and that's what I'm saying. At a year? Okay, fine. But, like, let's say, I will say, if you're, like, six months in, are you, do you really? Because I feel like you're still in a trial period with your, you, your boo. You, okay, even then. But. 
but it, it just depends on how much interaction you've had with the best friend. Right. If, if they're around all the time. Yeah, they're yeah. you can't sit Yeah, there's a lot of continuity. Yeah, you can't yeah. sit here and You're say, right. Oh, you know, keep your mouth quiet. That that's horrible. Right. That is literally the anti of every successful relationship. I just literally I don't like when people come around off top trying to change situations up. No, I think you, that's that's more where I'm coming from. Like okay. when people come in and they're just like, This is how things are gonna be now. Like this is no longer your friend and no, I'm not messing that's with you. Not, that's not going to work. Yeah, that's not gonna work. You and get, there are people like that too. So that's I'm more coming from that space. But I guess if you're just like normal people Yeah, if you're yeah. just like I'm not sure what's going on here, let let's talk about it. Right. It's a very important and critical topic that has to be discussed. And fortunately for us that my best friend and really all my close friends have a great relationship yeah. with joy. And, and I think that's the, I'm really appreciative. I'm really appreciative of everyone that you've brought into my life. I like everyone that you came with. Yeah. It was very much Good a package people. deal. Like your family, your family, friends, your, your, your actual friends. Like I'm just, I'm happy. Yeah. And it's important. And I like that. I said the majority of my close friends have established an independent relationship with you. Yeah. Where it's not like, oh, I need to go through Justin to get to joy. Like, no, I'll pick up. They'll pick up the phone. They'll call. They'll text. And say, hey, right. you know, I was talking to so-and-so today. And that's nice. And granted, it's been almost 10 years since we've been together. Right. So <laughs> it is a little bit different. Yeah. But even in, even in the beginning, though, and I would go back to just using my best friend is that you guys hit it off immediately. Yeah. And though he used me as a communication medium in the beginning, I would say it, it turned pretty quickly. Where no, you we guys used were to talking. talk a lot. Yeah. yeah. Especially in college. See? Yeah, he'd call me for for girl stuff. That's like you know stuff. That oh, that's how you like, feel. You don't trust yeah. my advice, bro. Yeah. Okay. Well, you were you were probably yeah, giving I was, the best I advice. I was probably back not in. giving good advice. Yeah. Yeah. At all at yeah. nineteen and twenty. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's very fair. But now you're. And I'll great. leave it at that. Yeah. So, or I'd call him if you were acting up. So. Acting up. Yeah. So you would. Vent to my best friend about what I was doing in college? Not a lot. But Why like, was I not was aware of like this? Out. Well, listen, I just found out that I was not aware of something. I'm, oh, I'm so glad you said that because <laughs> I almost forgot to bring this up. So there's KFC girl. I don't know if I've brought her up on the podcast, but this is the long story short. We all went out. Keep in mind, this was nine years ago, people. This was nine years ago. We all went out skating one night in November. And it was um, for BSU. It was a BSU event, and we went skating. And afterwards, we went to KFC. Hold your jokes. <laughs> 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 I I didn't. I actually still. I never really liked KFC. But anyway, that's where we all went. So we're all hanging out there, getting food, whatever. There is a girl working at KFC, and she gave her number to Justin. She wrote it in my box. She wrote it in her box. Cute girl. Box. Whatever. So. <laughs> Then keep in mind, Joy and I were not together. We weren't together, but we were we were fooling around. So o it was like one of those things. Okay, where but still note that Justin and, and Joy, I, but you were, were playing, not together. He was playing me though, like he was definitely like you know. I'd be like, "Are we dating?" Like, because I wasn't trying to just be fooling around. I wanted to like you know, I wanted to be with them. So and then I decided I didn't want to be with them. So I made a New Year's <laughs> resolution, like just don't like don't even talk to Justin anymore. Well, with New Year's, he called me, he asked me to be his date. So I said, all right, well, I guess I don't need that resolution anymore because he's asking me out on the actual date. And so we went on our date. July 3rd, I found out. July 3rd? Oh, sorry, January 3rd. I found out that he had KFC girl in his room the night before. 
tell me why. So that means I was with him January, you know, December 31st to January 1st. And then, I mean, and we weren't even, I mean, it was just New Year's. We weren't doing, it wasn't like that. No, but wasn't. I'm just saying, then that means that he had KFC girl in his room the night of January 2nd. Well, this whole time, just as it has said, she smelled like chicken. I couldn't do anything. I sent her home. That's Which is said. a true statement. It's a true statement. But we had an interview. <laughs> and more to come on that at a later date. We had an interview. And it came out that KFC girl spent the night. Like, where did she sleep, Justin? In my bed. So you you slept with chicken girl. <laughs> I did not have sex with chicken girl. Nothing happened with chicken girl. She smelled like chicken. But she came to the crib But I'm saying, after work. why did you let her spend the night? Because it was 1030 when she got there. Wasn't going to say go home. Yes. Like, you're crazy. So I was anyway, 18 years this old. This has been a 10 year secret. And I'm mad about it because I'm almost, almost 10 years, nine and a half year secret. I'm like, how am I just now finding out that KFC girl spent the night at your house? I thought she came. He was like, you smell like chicken. You got to go. That's how the story <laughs> happened in my head. But it was like she came. She stayed the whole night. And he was like, all right, well, you smell like chicken this whole time, so you have to leave now? Like, what time did she leave? So, anyway. I had practice the next morning, so probably before then. Like, what? So, you got chicken in your bed? Did you wash your be- your sheets? Like, I was <laughs> really? not feeling him. And I was mad because I missed my New Year's resolution. I was like, dang, he messed me up on my first day. I was so, I was hot. And the fact that you are still this passionate and upset about something that is so irrelevant but that's blows the thing. Had my mind. I known, I don't like the lies. And it's I know that you lie. feel like you didn't lie. I didn't it's lie. It's an omission of truth. I didn't lie. When but you I, said you I thought said, I knew. How would I know that? It was, well, you you only found out because of some snitch anyway. So I figured, hey, the snitch <laughs> told you in the beginning. He told you the whole story. Yeah. I'm about to sit here and elaborate myself. Yeah, well, you Hell. snitched on yourself yesterday, and I'm happy that you did. That's horrible. Yeah. I just can't. Like She legitimately stopped the interview and started sweating and had to reapply makeup. Yes. Over just, something so trivial. It blows it my mind. It is very trivial. So that's what I'm saying. Because it's so trivial, why does it have to be a secret? Because it's irrelevant. It, it's not, it was not a secret. Stop <laughs> saying it's a secret. You use this word secret to talk about something that is just so re- – secret is having a secret bank account. Secret is a marital <laughs> affair. Secret is, is having a family and kids that someone doesn't know about. A secret is not saying, okay, well, this person who came over actually ended up spending the night. Secret. You knew that she was there. Correct? So what difference does it make whether she was there or she spent the night? It makes no difference in the story. Yes, it does. No, it does not. It's a different story now. Oh, my gosh. Any this woman is- would agree with me. It's a different story. Granted, it, like I said, it was nine and a half years ago. I'm not tripping about it, but it was just like the shock. What do you mean you're that not I tripping? That I didn't know something. You stopped <laughs> the interview and had to reapply makeup because you sweated all. But that was my general rea- or genuine reaction. I just I didn't know. I genuinely did not know, and it was, I mean, it was funny. I was like, how did I not know this for this long? I'm looking forward to more pleasant, I would say, surprises like that. It's interesting that I could go nine and a half years with you and not know. How? (laughs) Like, really how? Because it doesn't matter, that's why. Ugh, what else am I going to find out about? They're going to find out about everything. Life is grand. This is why we're on a great journey together. But that's what I said. When it, what happens in the dark will come to light. So just tell me about the darkness so that we can fight it together. 
Yeah, we'll fight it when it comes to light. <laughs> it comes to light. <laughs> You're the worst. I'm I'm not the worst. I just, it, to me, this was completely irrelevant, and it's proving to be that it's still irrelevant, and you're making something irrelevant relevant. All right, whatever, dude. I really can't. I can't get over this, that this is still a conversation in our life. You're, you expect financial struggles or real deal issues to be something that you talk about in our marriage or in a relationship, not kfc girl when i was 18 years old spending the night in my dorm room she smelled like chicken and i can tell you shit didn't happen so relax but staying on the tune of, I'm relaxed, of, right. of financial struggles i've been going back and forth for the past few months and deciding about creating a webinar about credit cards i made the switch a few years ago to only swiping my credit card and using it like a debit card and it has given me unbelievable benefits that I can elaborate on during a webinar. But I, I'm, I've, I've had multiple conversations with married people, single people, and naturally something will come up about spending. Or typically what will happen is I'll go to the store with someone and then they'll buy something. And they'll buy, oh, debit or credit, debit. And I'm like, why are you using your debit card? Mm. And then it sparks a conversation. Like, well, I heard so many negative things about credit. And it's only been beneficial to us. Mm -hmm. We were able to go on a nice vacation at a significantly reduced rate because of credit card points. And just the more and more conversations I have with people, the greater the fear I hear about it. You always hear mm -hmm. people saying, oh, credit cards are the worst. Cut your credit cards up. Dave Ramsey, well, because people the financial are swiping guru. with money they don't have, and then they're not paying it off. That's For, that's really correct. why. So I mean, they think credit is the devil because they're using it as extra money. Yeah, that, uh, borrowed money. Yeah, Which, exactly. in, a, in a way, is that it's still borrowed money, even right. if you have the money, because you're using someone else's funds, right. the bank's funds, and not yours. So it is still a form of borrowing. Mm -hmm. But... Just in hearing the amount of fear that people use in talking about credit cards is I really want to create a a one-time webinar that I could share my knowledge of two specific credit cards that I use and how it has been extremely beneficial for Joy and I to not only take advantage of our money from a day-to-day -day standpoint, but also you know, these hidden rewards mm -hmm. with credit cards. And granted, there's hundreds of credit cards out there, and people will say, oh, well, here's this promotion. If you do this, we'll give you that. And you know, they, right. they send different things. And if you don't have really the knowledge behind it, you're like, okay, this sounds good. Like I was just at lunch with a friend of mine, and we were talking about you know, credit cards, and he was like, oh, no, we do not use credit cards at all. But they had just recently started using this specific one, and I was like, oh, what credit card? I was like, oh, I've heard decent things about this credit card. But he was like, oh, we're only using it for gas. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. This, this is a travel rewards credit card. Why are you using it for gas? There are specific credit cards that give you benefits on gas. He's like, well, I don't know. It's just a gas card. And I was like, well, this, this doesn't make sense. And he's like, no, we are not using credit. We're not using credit. And I just wanted to sit down with him. And his wife is the primary one who manages all their finances. Mm -hmm. He's like, look, I just – do what my wife says. She says, this is the gas card, so that's the gas card, and here's my pocket change, and this is what we spend. And I was like, man, I would love to just come sit down with the two of you and saying, look, let me change your way of thinking yeah. on how you can be benefit, how, you, how it can be beneficial to switch your everyday swiping from a debit card to a credit card. And Joy was in the camp in the very beginning of debit card everything because mm -hmm. her habits 
with a credit card were just horrible. They were terrible, yeah. I, I was swiping money I didn't have. It, or it was like, man, I can't afford this right now, but maybe next month. Like, I just wasn't doing it with the, with the knowledge of, like, I can definitely pay this off or whatever. And I, because the thing is, with when you're using, when you're leveraging credit, you have to be forward thinking, right? Yes. Like, you have to understand so. how your money moves. So, and I think that's why, of course, probably really would be beneficial for people because you can tell them how to monitor that. And what's important, and he said, my friend who I was having lunch with a few weeks ago talking about it, he said, like, I know how I am. If you give me a credit card and it says that I have tens of thousands of dollars of available money to just spend, like, I'm swiping it. He's like, what's the point of having a card if you're not going to use the balance that's right. out there? So credit cards, <laughs> but they're not how – they're not actually what they are advertised to be. No. That's the problem is that they're, they're, they can be a very useful tool, but the way they're advertised – is like it's like free money. So yeah. Like, oh, great! Use this and, and, and because they do get paid off of that. It's like you know they of course they, they do exactly. So it's like if you mess up, but if you understand how they work, you're golden. But I want I want to hear from ten of you. If yeah. I can get ten people, whether you tell us on social media, whether you send me an email, if there's ten people who would be interested in a online webinar course of how I've used credit, and I would specifically use the two credit cards I use and how it's been beneficial for me. And, of course, I mean, there's hundreds out there, and I haven't used every one. I have researched a lot of the mm -hmm. credit cards and have a decent understanding of most of them, but I want to teach from a personal experience of the two credit cards that I've used and how it has literally changed how we operate on a day-to-day, month-to-month basis, managing our money, and then also the hidden rewards that you can gain from using your credit wisely. So if there are 10 of you out there who would say, yes, Justin, we'd be interested in some type of course to just learn more about how we can use this to be a benefit, I will take the time to create a class where you can sit and learn how to use this because I truly believe it is something that so many people are missing out on. And, I, and I, I'm kind of sad about it. It's like, man, right. here, this it's literally free money. And when you hear about these different scams, I'll make, you know, make money quickly by doing this. It's like this is not – I mean, everyone knows credit. Credit's been around forever. Mm -hmm. But it's like these companies are giving you essentially free money for swiping your card, their card instead of your classic debit card. And if you use it just like you, you, you would a debit card, it will change your You're life. Fine, yeah. And if you spend more money, a.k.a. you make more money – the benefits are even greater. <laughs> like, right. I can only imagine people who are out here making two hundred fifty, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars a year and swiping debit cards. I'm like, yo, imagine if you just waste from they're a, throwing money away. I mean, literally throwing but honestly, it away. What changed me is when we went on our vacation. We went to Hawaii and we stayed at Turtle Bay Resort and we only paid two hundred dollars out of pocket. I, mean, I was like, what? Two hundred dollars out of pocket for a four-night four stay at the Turtle Bay Resort in an upgraded room that. That had a jacuzzi tub overlooking yes. the ocean. Yes. Excluding airfare, we had to pay airfare. But yeah. all I paid in cash was $200 for a four-night stay at the Turtle Bay Resort in Oahu. Yeah. If you have not been to Hawaii, you can go see what I'm talking about. Just Google the Turtle Bay Resort, and you'll be like, wait, what? And well, you'll see I the rates. those rooms are like $450 a It's like $350, $400 yeah. a night. Yeah. 
They're they're up. There, and we so. went for our anniversary, but credit card points got me this. And people just like you and I, I'm, there's nothing. There's nothing that separates the two of us. Right. We're not out here making these elaborate salaries and right. have all this money. I mean, you hear us talk about our our student loan debt woes. Right. But so we're managing. But we've been able to find a little shortcut that has helped us to yeah. leverage our money well to allow us to do things that we may not naturally be able to do just in the day-to-day, the week-to-week, the month-to-month. It's allowed our money to go a lot further 100%. than it would and allowed us to live life just a little bit more, to have a, a bit of a fuller life. And, it, I mean, it's, it's invaluable information, so I'm just... So I need 10 of you guys, though. I need 10. Once I get 10, it doesn't all have to come this week. But if 10 of you guys said, yes, I would be interested in some type of course, I want to create something to help make you guys a little more financially free. We already have our budget tracker spreadsheet on our website. If you head over to lovejays.com, you will see it right there in the right column. If you have not downloaded it, download it. It's a free resource. So there's the, the Excel spreadsheet tracker, and I also added a, a two-page cheat sheet to help you navigate the doc. And again, if you don't understand what's happening, you can send me an email. We can work through it and to try to help you. But in a marriage particularly, there is finances are such a critical component of your operation. Is that a marriage in some aspect is a business. Right. In any kind of business, your finances are absolutely key to a business a business's success. It's critical. You do not overlook it every single day. And that same seriousness and approach has to be taken in your marriage and making sure that you are setting yourself up correctly for the future. And if you can add a few extra dollars in your pocket just by switching the card that you swipe, why not take advantage of it? Exactly. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, and share it with your friends. And if you have not written a review for us yet on iTunes, please make sure you do that as well. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.